It's a lot wider than you'd expect. I think that's what he said. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. All right, let's get this started. What episode is this? Episode 18. 18. Lucky number 18. Look, is, that's not a lucky number. It is now. It is now. Peyton Manning. Hey. Ooh. Like that. I like that. This was the first one. I think we might rock this. I think this That's is the original Thoughts Podcast I intro. This sounds like our beat. Until DJ Wet White hits us with another one. Here we go. Line them up. Line them up. Line them up. On three. One, two, three. Boom. Cheers, boys. Cheers. All the way from Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Ooh. Uh, What's up? What's up? What's up? Another original thoughts podcast episode number 18 coming at you live we got a whole cast of characters tonight uh this is your boy cast money hold on hold on we got a couple new drops i'm about to hit you with (laughs) cast money here we go oh wait let's turn it back let's turn it back let's turn it back technical difficulties we'll play on a zom this guy we got cassidy in here <laughs> I don't Boom. know. I don't know what any of these clips. That's are your boy be. Cast Money, <laughs> and then to my other right, we got Doug in the house. What's up, Doug? What's your drop? Uh, Dear Journal, it's me, Doug. You know, <laughs> last week my life was just about perfect. <laughs> I didn't know what it was gonna be. Yeah. There's only like two Dougs in the world: <laughs> Doug Funny and that's awesome. And, <laughs> and then wait, and then wait. We got Doug. one. We got one for Azam as well. A new one for Azam. We can't leave you out. Here we go. Number one, Azam. <laughs> you know what that's from? I have no idea. There's a there's like some famous yacht named named the Azam. Is it really? Yeah, so, I know that. Yep. So we were Cassie and I were listening to like like what was it like a news report or a documentary? A documentary on this famous yacht, the largest yacht in the world, is named Azam. <laughs> named and so this Azam. is where I pulled this clip from. Number one, Azam. <laughs> <laughs> Number one. Oh, yeah, it's the first Azam. thing that comes up. <laughs> yeah. You literally, you, you pull up YouTube and just type in Azam. It's the first thing that comes up. <laughs> this, this most famous yacht. You're Damn, a famous yacht. $600 million. How much it costs. Yeah, that's, that sounds about how much it costs for you for a night. $600 million. Oh, $600 you slay me, Cass. <laughs> you so. slay me? Whoa, not like that. <laughs> not like that. He doesn't have that oh, kind of money. Oh, man. All right, Azam, what are we drinking on tonight? You brought this from oh, all the way from Wisconsin. Oh, yeah, please tell us Especially. about it. Yeah, We're taking a break to. from San Diego beers because I was back home in the Midwest in Madison, Wisconsin. I brought back some Spotted Cow from New Glarus Brewery, and Woo! this is I a like very delicious ale. Um, my buddy, he had like a whole keg of this at his wedding, and it's just a Wisconsin staple. So I mean, like it, it yeah. doesn't get more Wisconsin nice. than a cow jumping over the state of Wisconsin. Like what's what's the uh, <laughs> seriously? Like is it like a Wisconsin college beer? Or like a Wisconsin? <clears throat> no, just an all around. I mean, like yeah, is, it, is this what you drink? Like our natty light is, we would drink back in Virginia? Is this no, like a no, 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 no. Light? This is this is like I mean, it, 
Actually, the cans thing is recent. They didn't have it in cans when I lived out there. So you okay. only in bottles. You can only buy it in Wisconsin because they're they're not um, expanding their distribution network beyond the state of Wisconsin. Oh, cool. And it's, oh, it's wow. like everyone like drinks it no matter whether what, no matter the occasion. Like I said, we had it at a mm-hmm. wedding. You wouldn't have Natty Light at a wedding. For sure, because yeah. so. it tastes good. But the reason I ask is because the can's crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. I'm not. I'm not making fun yeah. of it. I'm saying it's, it's just a crazy can. I mean, it's just something. It's colorful. It's yeah, yeah. colorful. It's, I mean, it's like green and, and yellow, which is like green, the yellow, colors. orange. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's got a cow jumping over the state of Wisconsin. <laughs> the Wisconsin cool state can. has a fingerprint, like in the borders. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's they like describe a- it as a cask ale, uh, a farmhouse ale with uh, what fun fruity flavors to it. I mean. It's, <laughs> It's good. It's a good farmhouse ale. I always think of all fruity flavors as f- as fun fruity. Well, you know, f- fruity tends to be fun. So, and okay, the, yeah, cool beer. Other, yeah, they get a kick out of their other um, beers. They're famous for not only Spotted Cow, but another one they have is called Moon Man. Um, Moon Man. Yeah, it's a, a session beer. I like that. It's kind of malty, uh, malty, malty. Mm-hmm. And then another one they have is called Two Women. Cast would probably love that Two. one. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking and, about. And my, my personal favorite is uh, Fat Squirrel. Fat Squirrel. Fat Squirrel. <laughs> I like that. It sounds like a good nickname. Fat Squirrel. Fat Squirrel. All right. Starting with you, Doug. What and would what, you rate this beer? Oh, um, Spotted Cow. I'll give it... Uh, one through ten. One step. Everybody knows the rules. I'll give it seven and a half cows. <laughs> seven and a half spotted cows is what i give it yeah um, i like it did you eat the other half of that mm-hmm. seven and a half yep I had, right. a, I had a burger with it um i like it too i you know what the fact that you can only get it in wisconsin i think adds a little bit yeah. more uh mystique to it uh to its flavor yeah i, w- I would give it um it was a good ale uh seven seven point two cows nice it's, it's a right, good score. Tom, how many cows? You just said. No, I said seven and a half. Seven I said seven and a half. Seven point five. Well, I'm I'm a I'm a homer for sure. So my my rankings gonna be a little bit higher. I have to give it probably a eight point seven. Woo! Yeah, it's up there because. because it, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you still have the old ones too? Oh, I got the old ones oh, right nice. here. Don't worry. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Number one. <laughs> all right so seven what, you said 8.2 that's a little that's a little bias no he said 8.7 8.7 8.7 yeah it gets at least i think that's the highest you've rated a beer on here it gets a plus one for like i was gonna do a like plus seven one? seven point something but plus one just with the nostalgia factor for nostalgia. me uh, that's true yeah. mm. that's something that like you know, that's fair enough yeah extra, does, extra does that boost. mean we're all gonna give uh natural light a plus one I'm gonna give natural light a ten. Yeah, I, I, minus <laughs> because it's the best beer of all no, time. Minus. We're, we're gonna get that. We're gonna get that uh, natural light's like pink lemonade on here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, had soon. It. Oh, we're gonna do it soon. Terrible. I always get made fun of for drinking college beers, but I still like them. That's that's because people hate on us that we're still young. You know, <laughs> Dude, I don't it, know if that's not even. Got, no, everyone has their light beer, but like, mm-hmm. like even at uh, the wedding, everyone was talking about like, oh, you know, because. In the party bus, they opened up the cooler, and there was a bunch yeah. of like spotted cow, obviously. But there was mm-hmm. also like some champagne and some like lighter beers. There was like Miller Light, yeah. And and we started talking about like, oh, yeah, you have to have a go-to light beer, yeah, right. And mm-hmm. and I was like, can you ever drink like a Bud Light? And he's like, no way, never. In my and because Milwaukee is 
like Miller Lite is brewed in Milwaukee. Yeah. Yeah, Whereas true. Bud so Light, everyone there's got to hate it. Yeah. Everyone's got to hate Bud Light. Exactly. So yeah. yeah, exactly. So, your weekend is, um, you hit the wedding. Did you uh, meet any nice bridesmaids? How how the wedding end up for you? Um, no, I didn't. I was mainly just kind of hanging out with the old college friends. I was nice. <laughs> thinking to myself the entire time I was I was there. Like everyone showed up with like a date. Yeah. And everyone was either married or engaged or like they were in a serious relationship with that date. So I was like, man, it's like I gotta get back to California. <laughs> Everybody's single. <laughs> my my people are in California now. <laughs> exactly. Man. And I was kind of like, what is it about people that makes them want to get married when, when you know in the Midwest or I guess the East Coast too? I think it's the winters. I think it's the winters. It's, it's, it's the cold winters. People just want to like hibernate inside. It's like, all right, make a baby. Let me naturally like find someone that wants to hibernate with me. Yeah. And we're just going to stay inside. What do they call it? Uh, cuff, cuffing season? Cuffing season. Cuffing season. Yeah. 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 I mean, the season lasts like seven months, eight months. You know? Exactly. Yeah. You kind of get stuck with somebody and you're like, oh, crap. Man. <laughs> you're in the you... comfort zone. You don't want to give it up. You're, you're comfortable. You're scared of being single again. So you're just like, all right, let's just get married. And then, you know, thirty years right. later, you're, like, you're just, thirty years later, you're you know, fifty pounds heavier, and you're just like, well, yeah, well I'm not single, single now. Like, there's no way well, I would find another single. girl. So. Wow, wow. I feel like, wait, what a what a positive outlook on it. <laughs> what an optimistic yeah, view of marriage. Who hurt you, oh, yeah. Cassie? <laughs> I can't wait to be married. <laughs> well, we all know what Cassie's gonna look like once he gets married. <laughs> Yeah. We're gonna keep working out, Doug. Yeah. <laughs> We're keeping them, keeping the body tight. But I mean, honestly, like every single wedding I've been to now, back on the East Coast, and I've been to quite a few. Everybody's got always a date, a groomsman, or they're the groom. exactly. I'm always a groomsman, never the groom. Twenty seven tuxes. <laughs> Is that what that movie's about? Twenty seven dresses. Twenty seven like, dresses. Yeah. Always a always the bridesmaid, bridesmaid. never the bride. Um, oh, that's that's more of a societal pressure on women, I think, yeah. than than men. Um, but I mean, I'm always like, I, I remember going to one, one of our friend's weddings and it was me and um, my other boy there. And, like we were the only single people, like no other guys were single. No other girls were single. Like we were yep. the only single people. And it's, that's, I'm, it's pretty staple for all of the weddings I attend on the East coast. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, God, I mean, I've been made fun of the same thing. Always a, gr- always a groomsman, never a groom. I've, Cause I've been, I've always been in a ton of weddings and, and maybe that's true. I don't know if it, I don't know if, uh. I hear what you're saying, like in terms of like the you know, the the geo you know the geography of it of like where you live and like what if it makes a difference, um, and I think I think I think maybe it, it does, man. I mean, like out here we don't really have winters that are as brutal as any other part of the country, especially in Southern California. Let alone California as a whole, they get quite a bit of rain in in Northern California in the winters, but people still find ways to stay active and go hiking and go snowboarding and stuff. So it's definitely a reflection of, of the geography. Um, but the thing is, is I don't, I'm, I'm happy for all my friends that have gotten married. I'm like the last roommate. Well, it was great because I, like all the, the people in the wedding party on the guy's side, we all like um, room together throughout college, all four years. So we mm-hmm. go, we go way back and um, I'm the last one now, the only one that hasn't gotten married. And I don't, you know, I'm not like concerned about it. But I, but I don't like feel that they made the wrong decisions either. You know, we just kind of made choices sure. after college. They all married like their college sweetheart, and my buddy Kyle, shout out to Kyle, um, the friend who I've known since middle school. Um, he and his wife, I stayed with him over the weekend. He and his wife are expecting a kid. Nice. Yeah. 
That's awesome. Yeah, she's like, I mean, she's like maybe a couple months along now. So, it's crazy. I mean, like yeah. I had a college or a, mm-hmm. a high school English teacher who was like, "Just wait, like pretty soon everyone's gonna like start getting married after college. <clears throat> everyone's gonna have babies, and then everyone starts dying." I'm like, <laughs> "Oh god!" No, no, no. There's there's three phases on Facebook. Everyone gets married. Everyone has kids. And then everybody gets divorced. And then everybody gets divorced. <laughs> yeah. he, he glossed over that one. <laughs> the weird, the I've weirdest, already seen all three phases on my Facebook. So yeah, I think it's, I have it's happening. Too. It's, the, it's weird, the weirdest thing for me is is uh, talking about my like hometown buddies and being like so and so and their wife. Even just saying and their wife, their wife is yeah. still a little yeah. tricky. Yeah, for yeah me. it's kind of weird for me <laughs> to like, think about that. Too. Oh god, ooh, ooh wives. <laughs> Tell me about it. Uh Doug, how was your weekend? Speaking of wives. Good, man. It was uh we went to the big the big highlight of it is we went out for our friend Julie's birthday. We went to uh Temecula to wine country. Um, I was there, Doug. Yeah, well that's what I was about to say. <laughs> but I'm not I'm not speaking f- to you. Um so yeah, so we went to we went out to the winery and uh or three wineries and it was great. we took a party bus out of Temecula. Uh, cast money DJ the whole time, <laughs> best DJ for free that you could get on a party bus. I mean, you just like every other DJ. You just pull up your iPhone and you hit play, and you look at like your. I play the hit. I play the hits though. The hits. I had some Shania Twain going. There you go. I you had, know your audience. Uh, That's yeah. what makes you. Great and, DJ. Um, old school, old school rock, old school hip hop, Biggie Small. You, you play that Tupac. new? Uh, or, I mean, it's not new anymore, but the DJ Nas X. Lil Nas, Lil Nas X, Old X. Town Road. Yeah, yeah. Psh, of course I did. They played Absolutely. that at yeah. all at the bars in Wisconsin we went to. All those That's college kids loved it, man. It, it's so popular. And I guess like this guy's only song. Like I don't know. If so far. Is, is so only far. He's, he's got like a couple others, but yeah, this yeah. is the biggest one by it's far. It's so catchy. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> it is good. It's pretty good. That's like uh, Sheck West and Mo Bama, man. Remember that song? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we were, we were jamming to it in Scottsdale. <laughs> <laughs> that was the song of last yeah, summer. Lil Nas X is yeah. the song of this summer. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. So, Doug, you also, so not only wine tasting, but you went hiking, though, too, right? Went hiking, yeah. Went hiking on Monday on, on oh, Memorial sick. Day. Where'd you um, go? Wanted to go to Devil's Punch Bowl um, here in San Diego, but they. Uh, it turns out you actually needed a permit for it. Yep. And yeah. um, not only that, it was closed on <laughs> Memorial Day. Uh-huh. So, double negative. We Yeah, so we ended up actually going to Three Sisters, which I've done before, which is really nice. It's, it's like one of those hikes that's it's difficult enough where where you like you finish you feel a little satisfied you're like All right, yeah nice yeah. that was a good one but it, but it also only takes like i don't know maybe three three maybe probably about three hours I'd once say, it's yeah. all said and done after you chill and mm-hmm. stuff were the waterfalls still flowing oh my gosh yeah going crazy yeah you can tell it definitely we'd gotten a lot of rain yeah um i did it like a few it was good a few like maybe a month ago or something they yeah. changed the route i don't know if you ever noticed yeah that. they did no yeah. more uh no more uh what do they call it when you uh when you rappel down from a, a rock belay no, it's called repelling. No, isn't there another? Well, either way, yeah, they got rid of that. That route's gone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I remember that was missing too. Um, but yeah, yeah. So one hike. What about you guys? Oh, uh, me. So yeah, Temecula Saturday with you. Yeah. Had a great time. Um, Sunday just did some brunch downtown for a friend. Shout out Brandon. He got it was his birthday. So, um, nice, yeah. Happy birthday, I believe he, uh, just turned 21. No, nah, he's, he's older than that, <laughs> but we don't, we don't shout out real ages on here except, except for Julie. She turned 30. <laughs> <laughs> 30, 30, 30, 30. <laughs> um, but yeah. And then Monday play volleyball at, um, my boy Rich's place, Chula Vista. It was a great place. We, a we talked spot. about him before. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it was, it was a great weekend, man. I had, had a lot of fun. Um, 
And then Tuesday night, went and saw Arizona. Shout out Arizona, the band. Uh, they played a concert downtown House of Blues. It was an awesome, energetic concert. I would suggest anyone out there going to see Arizona live. Just listen to their music. There's so much fun, so much energy. Oh, yeah. Alternative rock. It was it was great. Nice. Um, speaking of shout outs, we got we got a couple shout outs. Um, shout out Raptors Warriors. Game one of the NBA Finals right now. Third quarter, a minute left. Uh, Raptors up 85 to 81. I really hope the Raptors pull this out. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I'm tired, tired of the Warriors. For sure. Winning it all. Um, what do you think, Azam? Because I know you're upset the Raptors uh, beat out your Bucks. Uh, you know, fuck both teams. <laughs> I don't care Come anymore. Come on, man. I don't care anymore. Look. We're gonna we're gonna create a new segment on here called Azam's Aggressions. It's gonna be whatever Azam's upset about that week. He's gonna come and vent, and I want him to get pissed off and frustrated and just air it out on the podcast. Make a new segment called Cast Sucks. <laughs> you know what? Vent about it me. Right, it can be right after Azam. No, I'm not, about I'm, me. I'm not like upset. I just don't care anymore because you know it was a disappointing um, loss for the Bucks and. It's kind of like been a theme, you know, we get so close with baseball last year, the Brewers losing mm-hmm. to the Dodgers and the Bucks this year, and it's just like, whatever, I just go outside and I look at how awesome the weather is and how great it is to be in San Diego. I don't fucking care about sports anymore. Oh, man. <laughs> well, we got, we got a couple more sports to talk about. Uh, let's, let's talk about the other that was, that was finals awesome. playoff happening right now. <laughs> Um, St. Louis Blues versus the Boston Bruins. Blues got the the first win. Blues got their first win in the I'm series. Sorry, sorry. Series is tied one on one right now of the Stanley Cup. Um, I mean, to be honest, I don't really care about either other yeah. team. But, I would um, say I want the I would Blues, the Blues. To win. Yeah, yeah, because bit of an underdog there. Under- they just won their very first stanley cup game after, exactly after in overtime 16 times in a row or something ridiculous mm-hmm. and let's let's be honest here do we really need another sports championship by a boston team no i'm good yeah yeah yeah, yeah i'm good i can agree yeah, with yeah. That. yeah. i'm too right. much success yeah we're not a boston podcast so no. we don't have to <laughs> rock boston on this thing um and then padres we're we're, we're gonna keep up with the padres all season long because we do, love the Padres. we do love the Padres, the hometown team. They are 29 and 27, uh, eight games behind the Dodgers, who are 37 and 19. Good lord! Yeah, but fun. they're in second place. Padres in second place. So I mean, that's that's a big thing. They are still competing for a playoff spot, yeah, a good chance for a wild card spot. They're still playing games. They- <laughs> They are still in a much better position this time <laughs> than they this time this year than they were last year. So shout out, who's your padre? Azam's <laughs> <laughs> no. aggression just turns into Azam's jokes. <laughs> this is good. Azam's. <laughs> what, what how do you say it? To to estas padre? How would you say that in Spanish? What are you trying to say? Who's your padre? Who is your padre in Spanish? Who's your daddy? Quién es su papi? Who is your daddy? Oh, that sounds like a phrase you've come across a couple times in your life. No comment. <laughs> a little baby. Look, if y'all can just be real in here for daddy? one second, we we might get somewhere. We might get somewhere. And then let's uh let's give a shout out to all our listeners out there. 
And not only a shout out, but a cheers to that. Come on, double shouts out, double shout out, double shout all out. All the listeners, the everyone listening, because they're awesome. And and why? Because we we love you all. You're amazing, and we love it when you ha- like send us feedback, questions, oh, yeah, we got a lot of things feedback. to bring up yeah. on the podcast. Talk about um, right now. Today, we got a listener question. Our Instagram poll was another uh, listener-suggested Instagram poll. So yeah. right now, first listener, cru- listener question off the bat. When you end a relationship, does your friendship have to end with your ex's friends? Yeah. So Yes. Oh, well, hard yes, huh? My vote's hard yes. No, I disagree. Well, there, I think that it depends. I'm somewhere in the middle. It de- It depends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Zom's living. Did you it. <laughs> did you meet did you meet the friends through the through them? them? Yeah. Yes, we're talking about the friends that you met through your ex. Not not say you were in a friend group, right? Mm-hmm. And you started dating somebody in the friend group. Yeah. And then you guys break up, and like you know, you're still friends with those people. We're talking about you dated this girl. You had no idea of these people's existence until you started dating her. You met her through oh, them. Yeah. I think I think those friends. I think they're kind of yeah. off limits. Does yeah? Does your friendship have to end with those friends? I mean, like you don't have to like terminate your your um, what, what do you say the the you know friendliness towards them? So yeah, to speak? like if you yeah. come across them, but like you're not hitting oh, them yeah, up yeah. on a Friday night, to right? Hang yeah, out. yeah, yeah, yeah. That, oh. that, that, do you have to? Because I mean, they're kind of they were your, your ex's friends first. Yeah. So yeah, I guess there's I agree. D- a degree to friendship. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, you can be acquaintances, or you can be like amicable if you like see them in passing, or like a you know bar or something. But like you can't like you so said, I go think, out your way to hit them up. <clears throat> Doug, I think you're, you're you're thinking about like high school, right? So like high school, college, like you're if you're in classes with all these people, and like say you're dating somebody from class who they were originally friends with other people from class that you didn't really know that well, but you're still like seeing them all the time. Like you grow to be friends, but like talking about like after. After high school, college, you meet somebody and you um, date them yeah. for like a year or more, and you fall into their friend group and become good friends with these people. But then you guys break up. You know, I think that's I think that probably is close to that d- the distinction. I don't know if it's necessarily yeah. because of classes or because of schooling, but I think it's more of the idea of of of, of the of a group of a friend group, yeah. which always friend makes group. things certainly more complicated. Yeah. Now, if I just had a girlfriend. With a friend who I had met separately, didn't know her for any other reason other than from that girl, then then that's different. Then then that probably does need to end. Well, here's also an interesting part of it: Does it change if this is your? You know, obviously, since we're three guys, you're dating and you're dating a girl, and her friend is a guy or a girl. Does that make a difference? Like, would you if it was like some guy that you met through your girlfriend and you guys really bonded? Would you, is that different than if it was a girl? I think it probably would be. I think I'd probably stay. I'd pro- their chances of me staying close yeah. to that guy is probably better than me staying close to one of her girlfriends. Well, yeah, because you're not you're not trying to hook up with the guy. Oh, so you think you're trying to hook up with the girl? No, I'm just saying that like there's you know, all, there's no doubt there's always yeah, there's no doubt, right. there's no yeah. doubt. Oh, I yeah. see. Yeah. Right? That when well, that adds another element you're too. Like, yeah. If, if, if your girlfriend's friend hook also happens friend. to be attractive. <laughs> Oh, then there's that, yeah, like, that a whole, mean, like it, that's it, a whole it's all about like what yeah, would you that's a whole different thing you have to like put yourself in then you're just being your spiteful ex's, your ex's shoes would you like would you want your ex to be hitting up your your nah. friends yeah exactly don't even look at them so you you can't you also have to by that logic you have to know that their girlfriends are off limit too yeah so i think it'd be the same thing oh yeah if, i if, i agree all the all the friends should be off <laughs> with my the 
One of my exes, her friends live in my apartment building. So, like, I, I see them occasionally. It's yeah, like, yeah. we, like, we'll get in the elevator. Like, right. we're stuck in the elevator together. So, we have to make, like, awkward small talk. <laughs> it's like, oh, like, I'm not really <laughs> friends with you, but, like, I'll, I'll be nice. Um, I actually saw them out, like, downtown the other night. And I was walking by and, like, I was trying to get somewhere pretty quick to, like, meet up my other friends. And I just, mm-hmm. like, kind of waved and walked by. I felt a little bad because, like, should I stop and talk to them? Like, yeah. they're friendly, but, they're not my friends, right? You know, right. Mm-hmm. yeah, that, that mm-hmm. is tough. So tough. I think, and so I think, if if we had to, <laughs> if you had to uh, like put it into like a, um, I'm just saying, like any sort of decision making thing where it's like, okay, like the, these what, what people can I be friends with, or can't be friends with. I think it depends on how you met them. Yeah, I think it depends if you met them solely because of that person. I think those are probably two of the main. Those are probably yeah. two of the main things, like. Well, I guess I guess it's really one thing. It, did you meet? Did you meet them through your through your ex? Yeah, it just seems. Yes, like, it sounds like you guys are playing too many. Like you know, thinking too much, right? Okay, so, so, what's, uh, what's, so all right, let's dumb it down. What should we be doing? Don't hit on your your girlfriend's friends. Their girls. <laughs> I think that's a totally different conversation. Right. We we've taken it to to no longer. We're not talking about friendships anymore. We're talking about trying to no no. Hook I, up I, with their friends. I'm saying, totally I understand different. that we're like discussing that because it was brought up, but like. Who who's out there like you know like it natural my my natural inclination is to kind of not try and hang out with the friends of my ex because you yeah, inherently no. don't want to see your ex right well yeah on top of that they're gonna go back to your ex and talk about you that too yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's it's gonna be discussed you're, you're gonna, gonna be like, like yeah they're gonna be like, I know this guy's so awesome you let him get away I know every <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know every single time I see um. The couple that lives in my building that's friends of my ex. Like, I know whenever they see her next day, you're like, oh, yeah, I saw, I saw Cassidy. Like, yeah. Like, he's, hopefully they're saying he's doing great. <laughs> and also you kind of you wanna, got taller. <laughs> also, you want to kind of respect the idea of, like, uh, if if you did – if you were mutual friends. Like, mm. if, you, if you guys – let's say you, you and your girlfriend and you guys met – you met somebody. And then now who who does that person have to pick? There's there's kind of a weird uh, whoever's the better personality, which is me. So okay, so you so, there, so you would think that that, and then your ex would think the same thing. Yeah, well, she's so, wrong. So, so so how does that work? So does that person have to choose, or do or um, how does that how does that get decided? It's it's like a divorce court, so you get uh, <laughs> you gotta go on friends Judy. like every other weekend, or maybe like I get to hang out with them Friday. You get to hang out with them. There's Saturday. like a custody hearing. <laughs> <laughs> who, who takes the friend? But I mean, honestly, like yeah. decisions have to be made. Yeah, right. Every single breakup, all the friends have to decide. Put sort of an uncomfortable I, thing on the friends, where the friends kind of have to choose. And sometimes Azam knows the best out of any of us about uh, friends having to make decisions. I mean, I, I'm not gonna say anymore, but if Zom wants to be real on the podcast, this uh, is the time because he knows the best. I, mean, I am being real. I'm always real. Oh God. <laughs> have Have you ever Have you ever made a made a um a conscious decision where you were like, and you obviously don't you don't have to say any names or anything, but like of like somebody you were like, I I can't be friends with that person now because uh, of because I, of their friendship with the next. I don't know if I have. I don't think I have either. I've just, I mean, like, the thing is, I, I haven't, I don't think I've actually made an effort to, when it comes to mutual friends, mm. I haven't really, like, made an effort to avoid seeing them, because 
I losing friends through, because of a breakup sucks. There's no way around it. Which, yeah. which is why I think if there's anything I learned from my last breakup is that it's important to have have like separate yeah friends, sure. um, ones that this rule should be kind of abided by. Well, yeah, I mean they they're not always involved with you know your ex and their friend group and whatnot. Yeah, and this is also why I kind of like having a few different groups to run with. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Because we, then, we've talked about that before on here. I think we have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think well, I had like a dilemma about like how many friends. Like, yeah. is it important to have a small? Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Important to have a small group of like one or a large group exactly. of like two. <laughs> <laughs> Doubling your amount of friends. You guys are my only friends. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it is. It is an interesting. It is an interesting thing. But I think it also, you know, I mean, everything about breaking up is is usually kind of ugly to begin with so it's, it's ugly you, yeah we all know it that. causes you to overthink things at the end of the day it's not gonna fucking matter in like five years anyway so boom tell him azam time, hold on time will fix let me see if i get this right <laughs> number one azam <laughs> got it right <laughs> that's that'll say oh man all right so essentially you're saying when a relationship ends um your friendship needs to end with your ex's friends with with no, I mean yes, but sometimes it doesn't. I think what should be people should keep in mind is like you shouldn't go after um, your friends' friends. What? Like you shouldn't try and hit on them, take them on dates. You shouldn't try and hook oh, up with yeah. them. Well, I think I that's think a little bit a different topic. That's a different topic. It depends on how spiteful. But that's, you. I think that's the reason why how this was brought you? up in general. Like that's why you kind of have to maintain your distance so that you don't, you know, hurt your ex even more. By hooking what up if your friend. ex? What if your ex hooks up with one of your friends? Then I kill him. <laughs> <laughs> and he's talking about his boyfriend. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, you're not going to kill anybody, but is it free game to then hook up with one of her friends? <laughs> oh God! No, they're all dead to me at that point. Uh, there's, there's... I, just, I don't want anything to do with that ex or her friends yeah. or anything that will remind me of them. At that point, I'm just like, you know, fuck. It. I'm gonna go. That's, do something that doesn't make me so spiteful. Yeah. That happens. I think you get far, far away from that situation. Yeah, maybe. Even <laughs> I love how Zom's cracking a beard to this. Right now. <laughs> a new town, change your name. I think you just. Uh, uh, I think no. you, just you ignore the I'd, whole thing. So I don't think you go this, to this spite. Is where, that's, my point. that's what I'm trying to this say. Is, this, is we, this is why. This is why Zom's on the podcast because I think if my ex hooks up one of my friends, yeah. it's free reign to go hook up one of hers. But that just is like. I mean, that's kind of a. I. You're not wrong. But it just oh, yeah. seems like you're not going to be happy after that entire yeah, situation. Yeah, that just seems like that's something out of spite. You're, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Leave well, it. I'm not happy to begin with because I just went through a breakup. <laughs> yeah. And now I'm even more not happy because she hooked up one of my friends. Yeah. So you know what? Might as well be happy for like three minutes. So <laughs> <laughs> That's one of those. Uh, that's one of those. Yeah, that's a three. Two wrongs Azam, doesn't make a Azam right. got it. <laughs> But I mean, two wrongs like doesn't make it right. Guys. But hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what are we gonna do for the rest of the two and a half minutes? <laughs> I always but, love when Chappelle, Dave Chappelle, is like gets he's talking in the stand-up routine. He's like having a conversation with his wife, and he's relaying it to his audience. He's like, she always gets so mad when I like come before her, and then it's like, oh, I'm sorry. What are you trying to do? Come? Well, I beat you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a race. <laughs> it's a race. <laughs> yeah. Nobody remembers second place. <laughs> well, I just think it's free range. You know, if we want to talk on that subject, 
but that yeah, might be. I think that's a whole different thing. That's yeah. a whole different topic. I agree. Okay. Well, you know what? We'll we'll step we'll stick on the topic of um, being upset and depressed after breakups because it's definitely going to drive you to maybe um, if you eat your feelings a yeah. little bit. Because I know whenever I go through a breakup, I was like, all right, I want I pizza, yeah. I want cheesesteaks, <laughs> ice cream, hambergers. Ooh, ice cream sounds great. Yeah, and lots you know, and lots of Klondike bars. Beer. And lots of, oh, beer, yes. Um, and so we, we, we pulled up a, f- a few um, scientific studies right here. First one saying scientists find a connection between fatty foods and depression. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, Zom, <clears throat> you pulled this one, right? So the idea is essentially that. Well, they they don't yeah I, oh, I, shared, I shared I shared this one oh, yeah, go, sorry, ahead. go ahead sorry guess I didn't mean no, I, good. I, I didn't ahead. know who put it up um the what I what I was reading about is, is that essentially it's 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 really a study done on mice oh, and yeah. so they they're trying to they're trying to figure out mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. you know they always use mice as like kind of I think like in terms of like I don't know if it's necessarily the DNA but mice are usually pretty pretty similar to humans and within with a lot of like diet type uh they they, they study uh mice with alcohol and yeah. they use all certain certain all sorts of different types of you know these kind of tests done on mice mm-hmm. um, so they want to they want to you know kind of further this and, and try it more on humans but the one thing that i was trying to figure out and i was hoping maybe you could fill it in for me is like was there a specific type of fat that they're talking about or are they just talking about just fatty foods like like pizza or like are they just talking about like um uh, so they're talking about uh, a high fat diet in general. Okay. So that means you you are eating a lot of like foods that are concentrated in like high fats, so like pizza, yeah. burgers, cheesesteaks. Um, you know, thinking of like fast food restaurants. Also, and, like, like what's like being sand, served there, like, like you know, like the chips and the Fritos and Tostitos yeah. and Gino's. Yeah. And- so as we know that um, certain fatty foods, like uh, peanuts, for instance, are like healthy for you. In uh, I mean, a certain amount, like in right. So I mean, yeah. So like, they're so not sitting there and eating peanuts all day, but like having like a a, well, a thing of that like was going to be my question is like pe- pe- almonds cashews. are better. Almonds are better for you than peanuts because I think they have more more like you know, vitamins in them. But my point is that good fats are good for you up to a certain amount. That's, that's what I was asking. They're saying a central high fat diet also um, leads to or connects with depression. And this so, is, I think this is particularly interesting because um, a lot of those popular diets now are very high fat, low carb diets. That's so big right yeah. now. It's very big. The keto, all the keto, paleo, <laughs> yeah. Atkins, all these. But a lot of those people are prioritizing like fats from avocados, fats from coconut. Yeah, they like, are eating good fats. It's different fats. Yeah, so that, that, that was fats. kind of why I wanted yeah. to, to make the distinction because yeah. I don't know if if that plays into it. I I, I think we should. Uh, um, Follow into this next topic, this next article, because it exactly. kind of is related. We, ta- to that. we talk about both at the same time. Well, yeah, yeah we'll, talk, we'll, yeah. we'll share it because, like, this one kind of addresses that that point that you want answered. And mm-hmm. this one talks about how ultra processed foods um, were found to drive weight gain. And yeah. um, they did a study where they had two groups of people living in a controlled environment where they were fed the same number of calories each day. But one group had really, like, you know, healthy um, whole foods, whole foods for, that they were given. And the other one had very processed, very, like, you know, not na- non-natural um, foods, you know, like enriched, um, or like white bread, um, chips, so, uh, like 
canned foods. Mm-hmm. And despite the fact that they were given the same number of calories, right. the one that ate the processed foods, um, they were found to gain weight compared to the other one, which mm-hmm. is interesting because like you're always sold it's calories in versus calories out. I've heard studies about people who they, they did like a fucking um, Twinkie diet or they like only ate at like fast Chipotle. food restaurants. Yeah. I've heard a guy, yeah, only ate Chipotle. Yeah. And lost weight probably. Lost weight, Because yeah. he had, it stuck to a certain yeah. caloric, you know, um, <clears throat> I was threshold. Say- but this study is, is showing that those processed foods, there's some other factor that's contributing to weight, yeah. um, I think, you know, gain or loss and it's because they're processed. Yeah. I was going to tell you, I actually kind of have a little bit of personal experience in this because when I like the diet that I follow is, is very much like, it's like kind of like a, a, celery macro, and water. a, ma- a macro tracking diet. So really I'm looking at like my fats, my carbs, my, yeah. my protein, but where it comes from isn't necessarily all that important in terms of the diet, right? You mm. can kind of fill up your carbs with rice, which would be healthier than sugar. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so you can, you can kind of choose what food you're putting into that, which also gives you the ability to eat like a slice of pizza if you want if you want yeah. to like mm-hmm. add that into your diet but what i was going to say was is that in terms of my own personal experience and kind of trying this out like i do you know we'll have some weeks where i'll you know kind of fill out my diet with like kind of unhealthy processed foods but i've like gone into it where i've spent a few weeks and i tried to eliminate that entirely and just do like whole foods and just get all of my all of my macronutrients so to speak from from whole foods and from like healthy sources mm-hmm. and the difference is pretty shocking like in terms of your your like how you feel and how your you mental feel level. how you feel and yeah. your hunger levels i've noticed oh that yeah that's that's a good good point too because i've definitely felt like i can relate to the first article where if i'm eating lots of salads drinking lots of water you yeah. know like trying to you know refrain from grabbing that donut that i have at work i feel not only a lot um mm. happier and, but I also feel oh, sharper, yeah, too. You know, like, I feel more yep. focused at work. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, like you said, I feel like I, I don't have those cravings. Cause, because when you eat those really processed foods, those really high-fat foods, you get, yeah, you get the sugar, you get the insulin sugar. spike. And then mm-hmm. then your your body... And cr- you're also going to crash after that, too. And you crash. Yeah, yeah, and you as long. yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, if you ever notice, it's so hard to, like, stop snacking on, like, a bag of potato chips. But if you're snacking on carrots, eventually you're just like, I don't want to eat yeah. carrots anymore. You know, <laughs> right. if you have an apple, it's like you who eats like a whole bag of apples. No one does that, right? Yeah, no, and I think that I think that's it. I think your the food choices do make a big difference. Um, like we were talking about, like with like your hunger levels. Like if you eat sugar, just any sort of simple sugars, you just crave more simple sugars. Yeah. You know, it just yeah. and so you're gonna end up spending that time. Even if you're trying to, you know, keep the same calories, if you fill up those calories with the bad food, then you're going to spend your whole day hungry. Yeah. So it's like that, that's yeah. not going to good. It's, it's, um, a, it's a, uh, like, like a, a hack or, or on our biological system because the reason why we're so a, a, attracted to and why we crave sugars is because our ancestors, you know, like the, in the Paleolithic era or whatever, mm-hmm. a source of sugar meant that the food was safe to eat. Right, exactly. And, it was and not poisonous. It was not poisonous. And now, like you know, fruits and stuff. Now, because we can manufacture it or we can process it, it's very plentiful. Oh, they put it in everything to make everything addictive. Everything they safe. want you to buy their product. <laughs> right. We live in this like oh, yeah. consumer-driven yeah. It so good, economy. It, it's, it's hard, yeah. right? Even at, like one time you, you resist the craving, it's very difficult to do that like day after day, week after week, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And all it takes is one one slip up to be like, or or you know, even just kind of like justifying it. Oh, you know, I went for a run, I went, I ran like you know three miles. I can have a donut, <laughs> right. But that one donut, 
or that one run that where you burn 300 calories, that donut's going to be 200 calories. One one more thing uh, I just wanted to add. I don't know if it was actually a part of this article, but this is just I, I have to assume is mm-hmm. is part of it is how the amount of fiber you get in Whole Foods. So in terms of like how hungry you are, like if you are eating all the most of the processed food has little to no fiber. Correct. So that is also a big component of how hungry you are. Yeah. So, you know, if, if you're eating that whole food diet, getting that extra fiber, you're going you're gonna to be less hungry. Just, and so that also adds to that as well. It I takes think. more time for your body to process that, right. that food because it is more fibrous and, um, and, and to metabolize it. So, yeah, that makes sense why it would um, be a much slower process, digestion, digestive process. Right. Uh, yeah, it's all. It's it, one of those things particularly with like, yeah. It's kind of interesting. I feel like we all kind of like researching and studying diet. Yeah, it's uh, it's, definitely do. It's good to yeah. know what you're putting in your body. You know? Yeah, I've been really yeah. yeah obsessed with it for a while. I think I never really, cool. really was when I was a kid. I was, no, I, I wasn't was a at all. Kid, I would snack on whatever and play mm-hmm. Halo, and, and then I got older and I was like, you know, I kind of don't want to do that anymore. Dude, that, that's it's funny you say that because that's actually something I I thought about in the past sure. few years is like I uh, I didn't realize how uneducated I was about diet mm-hmm. until you start re- reading about it. And you're like, God, there's there like it wasn't even that I was making purposely bad choices i just didn't know any better you didn't know <laughs> a lot, yeah, a lot yeah, of the yeah. cases like and, and that's the majority of this population man right a lot of people like here in in san diego a lot of people are very like conscious about their body obviously and they want to look good but you go to some other parts of the country where people are just larger the marketing doesn't help either people are doing their shopping at walmart like of course you're gonna primarily buy processed foods right well, you go in, you go into that Walmart and you look at the you look at like a Nutrigrain bar and it's like made with real fruit, whole grains, and it's like really just a bar of sugar. It's sound good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like you also have to deal with all I that. Conflicting... Am Doug. <laughs> I am Doug. You also have to deal with all the conflicting marketing, which makes Cassie it wants to say something that much more confusing. No, nah, I don't. I just want to drop that. <laughs> but I, you guys are right, and as you eat all this processed and like high fatty foods, if you have this high fatty diet and whatnot. Um, simple you're gonna have to work out more you're gonna have to burn more calories yeah, than yeah, you're taking sure. in right now right so then as you're when you eventually decide that you want to work out <laughs> and you want to start focusing on your health and maybe you want to burn off that donut you had or burn off that cookie or a couple cookies you had in my case at lunch right mm. <laughs> you gotta decide a uh, <laughs> give me a break <laughs> you ate that entire box of cookies you gotta decide <laughs> at one point you know hey is an extra hour of sleep better than working out for another hour, right? So is it better to um, sleep in till 8 a.m. or should I get up at 6.30 in the morning and work out? I've actually, I've actually had that. Well, this is perfect. Not, this isn't Doug's dilemma this week, but I've had that dilemma before. I, I have that dilemma all <laughs> yeah. the time. Yeah, because there's times where it's like, I right, love my sleep. It's like, you I know. know that I'll have this to do in the afternoon. So if I want to work out, I got to wake up earlier to do it. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, now I'm just going to sacrifice some sleep. And I'm, I'm not what a morning person. I'm not a morning person. I'm not a, yeah. And I've, yeah. tried, I've tried the morning workouts. I'll tell you and what, though. I did feel great afterwards. Afterwards, you feel great. In the morning, but, but yeah. still, like, I'd rather get that extra sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Then you, and there's then a good you, article on this. Then you. I was going to say, then you yeah. like crash because by by the time it's like 3 p.m., you've been up since 6 o'clock or 6.30, and it's a long day. So I find, yeah, I, so I tried, I tried waking that's up true. for a while before work to go to the gym, and then I just like, I thought to myself, I can't do this. Yeah. I naturally wake up at like 7 now anyway, and I try, mm-hmm. I sometimes will go for a run before work, 
but I've switched my schedule, so I work out during lunch now. So yeah. this this study essentially um, says, you know, adults need seven to nine hours of sleep. That's according to the National Sleep Foundation, right? Uh-huh. So um, experts are saying if they had to choose between an extra hour of sleep or waking up early, an hour early and getting a workout in, they would almost always choose that extra hour sleep. of sleep. Yeah. Uh, you know, both, both are extremely important for your body, sleeping and working out. Um, but if you don't have enough sleep, then your muscles just won't be able to recover as well. Yeah. Right. So if you wake up early, get that workout in, it's not going to be as effective as it were if you got seven hours of sleep and then got a workout in. Right. Um, yeah, sleep is so important. It's crazy. yeah. Yeah. Sleep, sleep is by far, I've been the most important factor here when it comes to like yeah. working out. And so, even, even lately, I've been just like gotten kind of back into my yeah, focusing yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, on sleep. Like you were like, yawning on the last, last podcast. Okay, yeah, yeah, great, yeah, great example. Last podcast, I was like yawning. I was tired. I didn't. I so, and I slept. Like, How did you get a girlfriend? I slept like shit the entire. Zom and I are single. We value sleep. We value sleep <laughs> we over value women sleep. and money. Um, <laughs> and money. Um, we're we're talking about money pit. That's a whole other podcast. <laughs> money pit. Um, but the last week, yeah, last week I I slept terribly, and and it was and it was obvious in my in my in my work and everything. I, I couldn't even mm-hmm. do the podcast. I was, in your performance. Was, Amelia told me about it. <laughs> my performance. <laughs> but so and then <laughs> you get one clap. <laughs> one clap. Um, but then this week I've, I, yeah, I definitely have been sleeping a lot more and it's, it, it's unbelievable the difference. So in terms of like what you need to like with working out and sleeping, when we were talking about like the morning workouts and whether that's like a, something you should try to do, I'd say the only way that that is, because I, I do, I, I like the working out in the morning. Like I like to, I don't do it all the time, but when I do, I feel pretty good afterwards. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But that it's only worthwhile I'd say if you can get that seven only to nine beneficial. before you do exactly. That. That's it's the only, only way you can do it. Otherwise you're gonna have diminishing returns, you can be like fighting an uphill battle. Mm-hmm. Your muscles won't mm-hmm. be recovered, you're gonna be deprived, you're, yeah, you're, you're brain, you're not gonna be able to focus as yeah, much. You're gonna be able to focus at work, you're gonna get fired, you're gonna end up homeless. I feel like it's I feel pretty like, slow. Yeah, get yeah. your sleep mm-hmm. in. I feel like we're the most pro sleep podcast. We, we always talk about how important we sleep are, is, right? but I think it's true. Like, I love my sleep. We should be, yeah, we should be annoying um, boys until night. But a, a very good point from <laughs> the, the article boys, is the saying that, boys. like, <laughs> they're saying, so working out is really huge to your overall health. Sure. And that even if you can only get in a 10-minute workout at home, like doing uh, jumping jacks, squats, mm-hmm. push-ups, Four tricep dips. Uh, what? 12-ounce curls. 12-ounce curls. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> None of those. Oh, but if you can only get like 10 minutes in at home, like that helps so much more like with your body, um, your focus, the way oxygen gets to your brain and everything. Like just, just getting that in every single day is so much more of a priority than, um, checking social media, spending that 10 minutes on Instagram Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or watching an hour show on Netflix because we all tend to do that and get caught up. Or at least like multitask. Like you can do some sit ups while you're watching. Whatever yeah. show you're watching, yeah, go, on, watch, go on a you know, walk dude. while you make your phone calls. Exactly. Or yeah, yeah. Stuff Multitask. Like that. I mean, it, it's yeah. it's good because like, I've thought about like doing that too. Waking up and I guess I like to go for a run sometimes, but like stretching. If I can't get a run in, at least like stretch for like five yeah, ten minutes. Waking up in the morning doing yoga. Yeah, in yeah, your own place. Refreshing. Some yeah. Coffee. Yeah. Just be active. That's honestly like the, the biggest mm-hmm. like the advice that most most scientists give people. 
most doctors recommend is like be active be moving because at some point if you want to like you know you're all going to get old and it's very easy to just not to not do something once that habit is formed it's hard to break it you want to know another another point i just wanted to bring up about the sleep um Mm -hmm. and it's something that i hadn't really thought about until recently because to be completely honest with my work there's not a ton of stress normally like my work is usually, you know, just it's just not a high pace, stressful job. So, but the la- last week when I was like not sleeping well, I was like really stressed, and I think it got a little bit cyclical. Like I was, I wasn't sleeping well, so I was getting stressed, and then the stress was causing me to not sleep well, and mm-hmm. so it just was. I was kind of getting in this bad little little cycle of that. Mm-hmm. And then I also noticed this week when I was sleeping better, like I was just performing so much at such a high, I was at such a higher performance level at work that I also just wasn't getting stressed. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's like like, all, like all the way that problems, those are like contingent upon each other all, is, is kind of interesting. It's so related. It's like yeah. those problems that you had that become amplified when you're very stressed out. You're not getting enough sleep because your 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 body can't handle like those cortisol levels. And then when you get enough sleep, it's, you can almost like and brush those problems off. You know? Right. Yeah. It makes you very very uh, flexible. Yeah. No, it's it's. I mean, again, like You're I said, I think sleepy, we, we sound like the most pro sleep <laughs> podcast ever. But like it's so right important. Now and get like nine yeah. hours. <laughs> yeah. All right, y'all, y'all gotta stop sleeping. Let's 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 bring this in to segue into our next segment right here. Ooh, I love this segment. But you know what? I'm gonna talk to DJ Wet Wipe. We're gonna get it. We're gonna get it's the poll. Oh, it, beat it's drop. The music. It's the poll music. I say, I, I'm surprised. I like hearing this song. I know you're gonna drop in the middle. <laughs> but yes, so we have the Insta poll this week. What's up, boys? Of course. Of All right, Insta poll. We give the music for his own segment. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll we'll come up with some music for Doug's dilemma. I am Doug's dilemma. <laughs> <laughs> I, honestly, I think um, the new Dear Diary is the perfect Doug's dilemma. <laughs> <laughs> new Dear Diary? Yeah. The oh, what I played you at the start. Oh, man. okay. Yeah. All right. All right. What's so the, this is the question this week. This week. Insta poll is: Have you ever blocked a phone number or someone on social media? <laughs> what do you guys think the response was? Um, yes. I think. Yeah, I, I think guess it'd be yes. Sixty. Mostly yes. Six percent. Sixty-nine percent yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna Good say. Number. I'm gonna. S- but yeah, you picked right in the middle. Um, I'll go higher. I'll say it's 80%. Woo, Doug's close. 90% wow. of people <laughs> said they have blocked a number or blocked someone on social media. I Honestly, ho- I was hoping I was wrong. Yeah. I didn't think it was going to be that high. No. Because to be honest, I hadn't blocked a phone number. I don't have one. Or, well, I have now. But before, yeah. prior to uh, moving to California, I hadn't bro- blocked anyone on social media or blocked a phone number. And we were out here and all these fucking crazy people out here. And I'd block a couple of social. <laughs> block, a, block a number. Uh, <laughs> Have you ever blocked a phone number? So what- 90% of our listeners said yes, they have, right? 10% said no, they have not. Um, Damn. And good for, good for those people who haven't. I guess they're they're meeting a lot better people than we are. I but dude, I, 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 I'm, I'm one of those. So I, I don't okay. have I don't have anyone. Doug blocked. and Azam. Yeah. Doug, you haven't blocked I don't a have phone a, number and you haven't blocked anyone on social media. I have not done either. Why well, haven't you texted me back? Ooh. 
Well, shit. <laughs> I, uh, I'm just no, I, I, I haven't. No, why, I mean, why do all my texts go to green? When I text you? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I just there's More I have drama in Doug's life. Yeah, well, may, I, I don't know if it's necessarily that. I just uh, there's not been drama. I think okay. So I'll give you an example okay. of like kind of how I've maybe maybe avoided blocking somebody is like I uh, with Delete one of number. with one of my ex girlfriends. I did sort of have the idea of like wanting to block her. But what I did was is I just went on to, you know, the social media, like, settings, and you just say that you don't want to see their stuff. Oh. So that's what I... I, I remember actually similar. doing that. I mean, that's kind of similar. That's, that's a nice guy approach to blocking. Nice I thought you were going to say something different, like... Well, I but we, of... we're not un, we weren't uncivil. There was no, like... I, I would have... It would have felt anymore. so petty for her to look at that and seeing that I had blocked her. I didn't want that either, no, you know? Well, you want to talk about petty. Okay. <laughs> so I, I, just, I just did that, so that way it was like, I don't have to see her, I don't have to deal with it, and then... You know, there's not going to be because, like I said, we weren't like fighting. There wasn't. So like, Doug's a was... nice guy. Okay, Azam. I thought you were going to say something to the effect of like, you know, I I had the feeling like I wanted to block her, but then I just went on living my life. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of what I did. Kind of. What you did. I'll grab another beer for this. I'll say um, I've only ever been reactionary. Yeah, I've like she did an impulse block. Well, because they blocked me. Ah, okay. They a return me, block, and they return block them, and <laughs> I was just like, you a know what, block. whatever. And then, yeah, uh, yeah, sure. And, and the other thing is, is like, I've since then kind of uh, made amends with my exes. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> um, but are they still blocked? Yes or no? Here, no. No, no, they're not blocked. Was it a phone number or social media? So, um, well, let me see. Well, while he's looking, can you give me a reason why the the blocking? So, so here's here's what I think. But I'll start with that. I I would imagine <laughs> that the only reason you'd want to block somebody, and okay, so I I I know I've been blocked. <laughs> so I know I've been blocked. Tell us why you were blocked. So I because I, I didn't expect that. Okay, so I've been blocked. Your phone number or social media? On social media, I was blocked. Okay. I was Why? blocked from a girl who I went out with uh, very briefly. Yeah. And um, basically, I just I just broke it off with her. There was no nothing bad happened. It just I just I broke it off with her, and I was blocked. But I thought even that was you incredibly broke s- her heart. I thought it was silly. I was like, why? Like, why do you want to block? Like the only, and so this is what I was gonna say is the only reason I can picture wanting to block someone is if they were like nonstop hitting you up, and you just wanted it to end. And I wasn't I hitting her up, so why was she? Why'd she block me? But I got very similar scenario. Okay, right? Because um, I've been on both sides of the spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> I've been blocked, and I've blocked. You, you, you've lived a <laughs> you've lived a little bit more wild of a dating life than I have. Been. <laughs> but okay, this one was like not necessary. It didn't have to happen, right? So this was her blocking you. Her blocking me, okay. right? I um I'm on hinge. Oh, and, hinge fuck. <laughs> hinge fuck. Wow, you must have said something awful. <laughs> I can't wait. Continue. Yeah. <laughs> Best move is just get drunk on hinge and say wild stuff. Oh god. <laughs> All right. I'm kidding. It. Anyways, so I'm on like like the very first week I get hinge. Like so I, I match with this girl, beautiful. Um, but she lives like up in L.A. Like I was, I think I was in L.A. for something. So like. My location was there. So, like, I matched with Grand LA. Mm-hmm. Um, we start talking, exchanged phone numbers, and 
I'm texting her and I'm just like, how, like, how do I know this is you? Like, you could be catfishing me, right? Yeah. Just as a joke. She immediately FaceTimes me. We had never met in person before. I don't know who this girl is. <laughs> she just hits me with a FaceTime. At first, yeah. I think it's just like a butt dial accidental FaceTime. Like, all right, I'm just going to like ring twice. And, like, she'll hang up, right? Yeah. It keeps ringing. Yeah. I'm like, oh shit. Like, I'm standing around. Like, I just got done working out. I'm doing the dishes in my studio. Like, yeah. you know, I'm not looking fresh. Like, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just looking like a, a sweaty mess right now, right? Uh-huh. It's like, fuck it. Like, this girl's FaceTiming. I'll, I'll answer the phone. Answer the phone. Like, what's up? And she's like, uh, don't ever challenge me to do anything because I'll, I'll do it. And I'm like, whoa. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's a little crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Blocked. <laughs> And I'm like, okay, like, cool. Like, what are you up to? Like, we chit chat a little bit. And I was like, yo, I'm super surprised you FaceTime me. Like, that's all right, kind of ballsy, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, hang up the phone. Uh, she has an iPhone because, like, I know she has an iPhone. She FaceTimed me. The text messages are blue and whatnot, right? right. Um, hour later, like, I sent her a text. I'm like, yo, like, pretty ballsy that you FaceTime <laughs> me, but, you know, that's cool, whatever. Um, and the text message is green. Whereas before they were blue, and I'm like, okay, uh, you know, weird. Maybe she doesn't have signal, right? Right. Next day, I was like, you know, this is kind of strange. I didn't hear back um, after somebody just Facetime me. So I sent her a text message the next day. I'm like, yo, what's up? How are you doing? Text message green again. I'm like, yo, my phone number might have been blocked. <laughs> and so, like, I look it up. It's like, yeah, like if you have an iPhone, and you're texting somebody, and the text messages go to like green. And it doesn't ever say like delivered or anything because usually they'll try to send it twice. They'll try to send it yeah, like yeah. as an iMessage and as a text message. Um, and if the iMessage like goes through and never says delivered, but like it says a text message, like your ass is oh, blocked. Wow. Did you try to call it? <clears throat> no, I didn't try to call the number. I was not that desperate. <laughs> well, I was just wondering if that, if that would give you some sort of inclination, like if that said, or if there was something that it did it's, where it was like, you're blocked. An, an automatic reply. was like, sorry, sir, you're a jackass. You were blocked. I didn't know I didn't know if it would still ring or like, what would happen? You just get a... Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't try calling the phone number. Yeah. Um, but that was just like, yeah. you didn't have to block me. To, yeah, all you yeah. had to do was just not respond to my text. Right, right. <laughs> we all get ghosting's a thing off of like dating apps. It's okay. We understand. And she probably threw away her phone. She, yeah yeah she might have been uh Deleting kidnapped and yeah maybe she just has really bad reception and never got my text messages. <laughs> maybe, maybe yeah we should text message her right now and see <laughs> and what was the reason what was the reason why you blocked somebody for either of you guys uh like i, I said earlier it was because they blocked me first the respond block the, respond. the return block the return block yeah. that that was the petty block yeah so you never I blocked mean, anyone first no i don't think so and Cass? Yeah, she, she was like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> so she was just blowing you up? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and you were just like, all right, I'm just sick of hearing seeing this. Uh, Cass, did you have a stalker? She, well, a couple of my day, but. Huh. Um, now nah, this was over um, a misunderstanding. <laughs> <laughs> always is. A misunderstanding. She hit me with a novel, and I was like, "Look, I I didn't do what you were saying I did. Um, um, I got proof that I didn't do that, and you obviously feel some type of way about it, and you're not gonna ever believe me." 
and uh, I don't want to see you again, so I'm blocking you from uh, right, You can, t- I, you can I, tell I, us now. You can tell us now. Did, you do, it? Like, did you do it? No, I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I promise. He, like, looked, he looks for, like he's lying. For for once in my life. Somebody put a polygraph on him. <laughs> for <laughs> once in my life, <laughs> I didn't do it. <laughs> That's funny. Peoples. So oh, then man. you were just but like, yeah, all right, I'm, I'm over here, and it's a whole other, a whole other like, conversation we can get into. Right. Did, it, yeah. did you get any feedback? No, not... Did anyone on Instagram say anything? Um, so, yeah, so that was a listener-submitted Instagram poll, and the, the, the person oh. who listened in, it, our listener was like, um, they recently got blocked by somebody on social media, someone that they had uh, just gone on a couple dates with, mm. and the person just decided, hey, like... I'm going to block you like on everything. Yeah. And it, like, they felt like, why, why would you block me? Like what, what yeah. was the reason to block it's me? Like, it's like- we, we never were seriously dating. We never were a thing. Like, yeah, we hung out. I'm pretty sure they hooked up, but it, there was no like animosity at the end. Some people just don't want to be reminded. Like, have you ever seen that black mirror episode? Weird. Yeah. Black mirror episode where you can <clears throat> like actually block people in like face to face. Um, you know, er- encounters so that they appear as like this, uh, like like gray, yeah, blob, gray blob, gray yeah. blob. Oh wait, hold on. We've only sorry, I didn't interrupt you. Go ahead. No, it's fine. I was just gonna say we've only been talking about phone numbers though, and social media. Yeah, social media. Um, yeah, I've been blocked on social media too. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that that was how I that was in my scenario when I was blocked. Yeah. That was I only knew about it through social media. I didn't I didn't I didn't try texting or anything. So I don't know if my phone number. Was um, no, on social media, I was blocked by an ex because she was very upset about the breakup and just didn't want to see. Yeah. So straight up block and not anymore. just unfriend. Like blocked to the point where like my friends were still friends with her on Facebook, but I couldn't find her. On Facebook, yeah, yeah. If you search her name, if I search her name, yeah. right? So that's how I knew I was. That, that was how I completely. knew. Yeah. Is I like um, someone? Someone had said that they uh, they saw they saw something about her or something, and so I I, I searched the name and I just it, nothing was there, and I was like, oh, interesting. I was like, I'm, yeah. I'm completely. Blocked. Which I don't. <laughs> but to me, I don't think I've ever. Yeah, I've never blocked anyone. I've defriended exes on Facebook. Really? Which I think that's the way it should go. Like you're not friends with them anymore. Like you don't want to see their stuff anymore. Just I've, I've just defriend them, right? Yeah, I've left it. I don't see. Yeah. I don't really care. I mean, whatever. I again, I like defriended and, them once they defriended me. <laughs> <laughs> Resolve. It's constantly. It's constantly. You gotta turn block. You gotta stop being reactive and start being proactive. <laughs> the joke there. You need to the lay down the hammer was that first. You can't defriend someone once they defriend you. <laughs> no, you, you need to lay down the hammer. You send, first him, a me- you send him a message. That was the, the whole problem, Cassie. <laughs> you gotta send hammer. a message first and be like, "Yo," when they shouldn't have. I, I feel like you're talking about a different hammer than what we're talking about, right? Hey, this um, is this is Azam. Number one, Azam. Number one, Azam. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, we we got even a better one um, because. Azam's talking about his hammer. So here we go, everybody. So the total amount of man hours that were necessary to create Azam were about six million. (laughs) (laughs) It took six million hours to create that hammer. Is this what you guys did last weekend? (laughs) This is no. (laughs) It's what we did before you showed up. (laughs) Just just imagine if we had a full weekend. (laughs) A lot of sound clips like oh man 
I can't wait. I still haven't used them all. But yes, you need to be more proactive on blocking women, defriending them, getting rid of their phone numbers. I I just want to be be more reactive. I I want to be more indifferent about it all. Do you want? Do you understand what I'm saying? (laughs) More chill. I don't give a fuck. Like social media being like like having having resentment and having these feelings that are. Just very, very conducive, conducive to like you know being spiteful. Mm. I just don't want it. That's drama. That's high school bullshit. It doesn't work out. Doesn't work out. Be adults. Don't fuck their friends. Like to me, that's kind of my takeaway from this past. Mm. You know, the you know the few topics we've been discussing about this. Like you just have to kind of like learn to be civil after a breakup, and and then yeah, I guess if it's hurting you to see them posting and blowing up your facebook feed because they're with that's somebody true. new then yeah unfriend them I mean, why not yeah that's why i'm telling you you can just go that's in there and just the say i don't want to see anything more that's what but, I did. but yeah. if you do that i'm saying it's not because because of them it's purely because of how you feel about the situation yeah, yeah. you just don't you're trying to get over so you don't yeah. want to see anymore well why look at right. it there's no reason or, or we had this discussion one night Azam, and you gave me some sage advice and you're like you just need to unfriend them yeah and yeah yeah and I did, it. and it made me feel so much better. Yeah, I don't yeah, have to yeah. see this I think I told anymore. You right. We were sitting right yes. next to each other. Yeah, yeah. We, we were walking down the street. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I was a good friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you need to, you need to listen yeah. to some of your own advice. Eat your own dog food. No, I I'm, I have done that. I told you I'm not friends with any of my exes on social media currently. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Is that I, mean? I have no idea. Is that true? Right. Anyways, exes make you depressed, so is pop music. I was just trying to get a zom out of that situation. Uh, <laughs> but a very interesting article is put out by Quartz saying that um, is pop music anxious and depressed because our generation is anxious and depressed every generation has been anxious and depressed but not to the degree that we've expressed about it on social media and we've talked about that quite a bit social media like everybody talks about how Mm -hmm. depressed i see memes constantly where actually the latest one i saw was okay would you take fifty thousand dollars if it meant that the person you hate the most gets a hundred thousand dollars I've heard that one before. And the person responded, or like somebody on Twitter responded, and goes, "So I get one hundred fifty thousand dollars. Like, what's wrong with that? Because <laughs> they hate themselves the most, right? Right. And it's like our music nowadays. Like we're getting bombarded with like the very first song they mentioned here is "I Don't Care" by Ed Sheeran and Justin Bieber, right? Mm-hmm. Like they they honestly like they don't care. Like they're crippled with anxiety. I'm being told that's how it's supposed get, to be. There's even songs about social media affecting people. Say, like the yeah. J. Cole song, Photograph. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Talking about how he's like looking at this girl and on social media and like always like kind of chasing that like, you know, that personality that she has, that fake personality that's only portrayed on Instagram. Do you, get, do you guys ever feel like sometimes it seems like uh, like it's cool? Like do almost what? cool to be to be like outwardly, depressed? outwardly depressed and anxious now? No. No, no, no I don't think are doing it to be cool maybe people um no i would i would argue against that because emo rap is a huge thing right now you got guys like juice world little xan 
um, these guys are just rapping about like being depressed in their songs. Do you think it's cool? Like, I, it's selling records because people can relate to it. I That's don't think, what I'm saying. I, I think they well, think it's I think, cool. I think yes. No, they don't think it's. Cool. I think people think it's cool to Fair be enough. depressed. I think, I, I, think, I think maybe people think it's cool to be those real. emo kids that when we were in high school have become mainstream I shouldn't, now. I shouldn't, no, I don't think I, people think it's cool to be depressed. I think people are nice, are appreciating the fact that they can relate to these pop stars I'm, and these art music musicians because they feel like oh, you're not just talking and rapping about like. You know, fucking, fucking hoes and like driving your, your sh- Maseratis and <laughs> like flashing all this bling, and they're actually being real. I, I wish think- I'd phrase it differently. You're right. It, 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 it's not cool. It's uh, popular. Maybe it's po- it's popular to be depressed. To to talk about being anxious or depressed. Yeah. It's maybe popular. because it's maybe because it's relatable. I shouldn't say cool. Cool. Cool sends the idea that it's like uh, that's like a positive Horrifying. thing. Or yeah. But I, but I'm I'm I, I I'm trying to think of how to correctly phrase it with so, what I mean. No, like, I think, I think more I just like public, like, like it just you, you well, know you know that it's gonna gain it's gonna garner uh, some I'll sort of reaction. I'll tell you what. Like I'll tell you what. People, a lot of these rap uh, artists and and art, you know, musicians, they are not necessarily the ones writing their own lyrics. There's someone out there, a producer that is working with a. a a lyricist. A lyricist to craft a message that is catchy mm-hmm. and people can relate to. It's amazing and, how and many of them don't write their own songs. Okay. There's a reason why there's but a lot of these songs out there the, are about relationships in general. The it's data... Everyone can relate to being in a relationship. The data has shown that the words depression and anxiety have grown over the last 10 years. Right, The frequency of the words by you know Genius.com that has a tool... Because it is um, a lyric website. Genius.com has the lyrics to 90% of the songs out there today. And in hip-hop, the words depression and anxiety have grown exponentially over the last 10 years. Whereas they actually said the word peace has declined over the last 10 years. Yeah, I read that. Right? And there's another data point from the CDC, Center for Disease Control, showing that the share of kids in the U.S., Ever diagnosed with anxiety or depression has grown from about five percent to nine percent in twenty twelve. We know yeah. this. We've so two thousand three five percent, uh, twenty twelve nine percent. We've discussed the reason why we think this is happening. Oh yeah, health, f- the way people are eating and everything. No, no, no. Social media. Social media. Social media. Social media sure addiction to, to the, it. The, the 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 spike of like um the like serotonin that you get when you get a certain number of likes when you see people acknowledging you. And then but do you think that the counterpart? So you when think you social media that, weighs heavily into pop music now? Yes. And how? Why? Think, think about how how a lot of people start out. They get big because people are seeing them on YouTube. They get big because people are like following them on Instagram. And uh, this guy, Lil Nas well, X, we just well, yeah. like, talked about how popular he is. But he's probably, like you said, he's probably going to fall off the face of the earth at, in a few months. And then, can you imagine, like, kind of getting to that point where you have a number one song, and then you fall off the face of the earth like who who's shack west anymore so it's it's 100 <laughs> percent driven on um you know that that 15 minutes of fame that you get that high that you get from being a celebrity and then you know the the, the that star that stardom it shines super bright and then it fizzles so yeah, i think that definitely is contributing to people's that. like state people of are finding easily finding people on social media and everything nowadays but so you think that's creating the, term, the artist to be more depressed or anxious? Is that what uh, you're saying? I don't know if that would. I think um, maybe seeing more social media posts about kids being depressed and anxious yeah. 
can be reflected back into the music. I think it's both. I think you always hear stories about like uh, artists, actors. Robin Williams is a comedian. He fucking killed himself. Rest in peace, because I but, love the yeah. guy. But there's everyone. It doesn't matter how Straight much. Money, it doesn't matter how much money you make, how much like you know, um, how popular you are. Everyone seems to be like like you're, depression you're, is something that can affect anybody, and it's something that like you know. It, it, I think I think that's what what people are. The article is trying to say is that it's being reflected in music nowadays, you know, because. It's on the rise, I guess. Well, what, what, uh, what, at least what I took away from that is that, or from, from the article specifically, that there's always been kind of depression in music. I mean, I think, like, you know, if you look at any, like, think about the 90s, like, grunge rock or, like, you know, there's always, like, kind of, like, more sad, like, you know, de- I guess depressed type music. But I think mm. that the shift now is that it's going into hip-hop and pop. Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, to your point about the social media and kind of why I even said the thing about it being, like, cool or popular, I think because it's it, it's kind of cool or pop. Also, I don't think people talked about mental illness as much as they do now. That's also something that's changed a lot. It is. It has, so between it has, that it and then the social media, now that's headed into this popular music because people of those things, I think. I agree. People are but, more aware. But I don't think this is a new thing for people to sing and, and rap, or maybe not rap, but sing about being depressed. Music has always that's, been uh, a, a represent- That's kind of always been. Music has always, as long as people could like interact socially, music has been like one of the ways that people express themselves and their emotions. Like, sure. It, it's such a powerful tool. That's it's a creative outlet. Literally everyone can relate to it. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter who you are, you mm-hmm. can relate and and kind of like sh- and share a moment with somebody if they were to play a certain song that has a certain like chord scale or progression. You know, like it, sure. it, it's it, you can instantly. That's why like a lot of people and personally me too. If I am feeling kind of depressed, and I play a sad song. I'm going to feel more depressed. If I play a happy song, trying get out of that mood like you use it as a tool to like definitely change your your pumped uh, up for mind yeah that's why we got but that's why we got the upbeat intro that's right that's right (laughs) because the noisy boys are here (laughs) speaking of depression and dilemmas (laughs) let's 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 hit the people with doug's dilemma all right we got we got to hit him with the drop though hold on hold on hold on ready Dear Journal, it's me, Doug. You know, last week my life was just about perfect. And then Doug's dilemma happened. <laughs> now it's no longer perfect. Now I've run into a dilemma. Um, <laughs> that's that's yeah. going to be your drop forever now on Doug's dilemma. <laughs> Dear Diary. Uh, so, Doug's dilemma this week. So, this is, uh, this is cool. Uh, I, I like this one a lot just because this is something that I've been like kind of researching like crazy um in the past few weeks um just something that's kind of caught my attention but it's something i think everyone kind of deals with as they as they start getting older and they start trying to figure out their living situation and the the dilemma is whether you should be renting where you live or if you should try to own you know the property where you live so and that's you know particularly you know as we we're approaching 30 that's probably something that you know is probably even more prevalent in our lives at, at that age um but I, you know, what do you guys think? I mean, you when you think about, you know, kind of establishing yourself, um, you know, as you as you grow older, are you looking are you looking around thinking that you know I'm going to buy a house, or do you think I'm going to rent forever? So some of the things that I think about in terms of like the the renting versus owning um, debate is with renting, you're not you're not stuck anywhere. So if you rent, you know, you you can mm-hmm. kind of move a little bit freely. Whereas if you own a home, it's not that you're necessarily stuck. But, you know, with the closing costs of 
of, of, of buying and, and selling, uh, you know, there's... Yeah, realtor uh, fees, lawyer realtors, fees. Yeah, there's all sorts of... Mortgage origination fees. So there's all these things that kind of get tied in with, with if you were mm-hmm. to move around a lot and, and own a place. where sure. that yeah. That's alleviated with, with renting. So those are, those are some of the um, things. That, ownership costs. I mean, you have your, your property taxes, home, homeowner's insurance... Mortgage insurance payments, utilities, flood insurance. So there's all those things. That maintenance you- and repairs was a big one. Condos, HOA fees are a big one too. And certainly there's, I, like right now if something were to happen in your place that you rent, Doug, uh, your refrigerator goes out. They're paying for it. They're paying for it, right? Your AC right. goes out. They're paying for it. You know, like something happens, like your your owner, the apartment. Or a condo owner, the landlord yeah, is going to be paying for, for that, right? Right. So, I think whereas if you own it yourself, it's coming out of your pocket. I think. I think it's it's it would be tough to argue that <clears throat> home ownership is more isn't more expensive. It is, right? I mean, I don't think I, I don't think anyone would argue that that's not true. Now, also that gets played into the expense of it is that you are paying off a debt. You know, by paying off this, the the principal portion of of your of your home loan, saying that you didn't buy your place out right in cash. But on the other side, so so you're building equity if you're paying off this this principal month by month. You know, paying off your your loan mm. now. But if you're renting, you're not building an equity, right? You're just that money's just gone. You're not you're not seeing anything for it really down the road in terms of uh, you're you're never going to own the place. You 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 know that's sort of just money. Yeah, you're you're paying. But the thing is, yeah. like, you're getting something in return. I read the article, and, and like the the point is, is that sometimes it's not a bad thing to rent because, like, think about leasing a car versus owning a car, right? It's like, yeah, you're you're putting money towards something that will not be yours one day, but you also get the privilege of getting to drive the car for a set amount of time by renting and paying the thousand dollars or whatever your rent is. You are you get a roof over your head. You get to the the um, you know, the knowledge that you don't have to be responsible for any of those repairs, right? Like the, you know, and, and the thing is, is that it's not a bad situation to be in necessarily. It depends on everyone's personal financial situation. I definitely, you know, would like to own my own home one day and start paying, um, you know, I guess the bank for a right to own the home versus like a landlord mm-hmm. who... I'm basically paying their their mortgage, but right. um, yeah, it's one of the things that I've been like thinking about lately too. Because like, I think I found a place where I want to stay long term, but it's very expensive to buy a home here in San Diego, sure. exactly. anywhere in California. Sure. And, and the way that I justify like my my reason to stay here, and and if I were to um, save enough money for down payment, and uh, you know, lock myself into like a fifteen or thirty year loan on a home. Does it matter to me if it's going to cost like you know five hundred thousand dollars, seven hundred thousand dollars, a million dollars? If I'm going to be locked into that one place for the rest of my life, I don't care. I mean, like there actually, I think I may have mentioned this before, um, but the word mortgage it comes from a, a French uh, root uh, like mort, like mortician, like it means death, right? So <laughs> a mortgage is it, it translates to a death pledge. Right. So, like, you're paying something until you die, essentially. <laughs> Which, I mean, 
like that kind of sucks. Well, but hopefully, also, hopefully you wouldn't if you were to get it early enough. <laughs> exactly. Hopefully you wouldn't <laughs> yeah, right? if you yeah. get it early enough. And hopefully, most of them like, are fifteen, thirty-year mortgages. And, and it definitely feels like like once you pay that place off, wouldn't it be great to have a place that you can live and you only have to like worry about, I guess, property tax. Right. And then that's your home. You know, like that. That yeah. that's kind of what what a lot of us are working towards. But you know, this is something that our generation is struggling with, like the millennials, because. When our parents, our grandparents graduated high school, they were able to buy a house with cash while working a factory job, and it's just not the case nowadays. Yeah. You know, it's just much not. Tougher, it's very yeah, difficult. No matter, no matter what part of the country you live in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that, that, and that's and that's an interesting part when you talk about like uh, you know in terms of uh, a different generation and kind of how how it was for them. Also, the the guidance that I think we've always gotten is that you should own a home. Yeah, I, it's I, easier, easier said than done, Grandpa. I don't. But I think that's something you kind of have to fight. If you've been told something your whole life, it's kind of hard to to rid yourself of that belief sometimes. Yeah. Not that yeah. I, I I do well, I do want to own a home, so I'm not actually. Uh, Eventually, against it, but it is I'm just not pressed to own something right now. Yeah, like I, I want to get more settled in my career and everything. Yeah, right. Um, yes. and make some more money before I'm just going to go outright buy a place and also decide like where I want to be. Like I love San Diego. I don't know if I want to be in San Diego the rest of my life. Maybe I want to be. You know, yeah. it yeah. depends on if I ever decide to get married or not. Which well, also also like. Owning a home is kind of like marrying a home, too, in a sense, right? Yeah, commitment. commitment. I don't do the C word a lot. So. Yeah. <laughs> but but then also, I mean, but if, if you just say, okay, well, I'm going to wait until this, I'm going to wait until that, you know, how long how long yeah, does that take until you... Next thing you know, you're 60 and you yeah. have been waiting and renting your entire and life. Renting, and renting, you, never, you never... 60 is still single and <laughs> got like 10 girlfriends and a couple kids and... Yeah, that sounds like a hell of a life, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but you think you think when you're living that life at sixty and you haven't built any equity in toward, towards a home, and you're like, okay, I've still been renting this whole time, you'd I, be happy with it? I think the key is I, I would have investments in other things. Exactly, that's what I was going to okay. say. Exactly, that, to- the, the totally key fair. is that's you totally got to be doing something with your money. So what? The, the whole point of a house of of owning it. Is that it's your an investment? It's an investment. It's right. an investment. Exactly. Like one day, should you need the money, you can flip that house right around, and then hopefully make a little bit of profit, or at least get your money back. Sure. You know, it's better than holding it that appreciates in a, a bank, right? That's giving you like one percent interest <laughs> right. easily. So I think what's key for, and this is what something that we should it would behoove us to like do more research, and if we haven't already, is see how we can make our money work for us, right? And so that's something that that like Warren Buffett always says like save your money and and also don't let it just sit around put it and invest it into yeah. like you know forex or like you know no mutual doubt. bond or mutual funds or you know yeah, try and, and see if you can get and, a return and, on, and a lot of people money. and a lot of people use real estate for that too i mean that's also something that i you know i i, I look at i have a lot of people in my family who've done um real estate mm-hmm. investing you know mm-hmm. buying rental properties yeah and, and being yeah. the landlord mm-hmm. and and yeah. doing those kind of things and and you know there's you know, if there, I mean, there's a whole million different factors that play into it, but there's absolutely some some investment opportunity in that as well. So Especially in a beach fun. town like San Diego, like you know, you can like buy oh, a yeah. home that has two bedrooms. This is a place where the demand is out. pretty good. Yeah, yeah, you can definitely like 
Definitely. That, you can become that landlord that has someone paying your mortgage for you. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, so I, I, yeah. I just, I, I just wanted the wanted to see if anybody would would argue harder for, um, for one or the other. But it's not like we all kind of want to have a house. Maybe at some point that, that we're owning. Is that what you yeah. want? Uh, that's what I want. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm saying. I was, right, I was hoping somebody right was going to say, renting. "No, I'm renting for the rest of my life." No, <laughs> well, maybe you guys I'm like, saying right now renting. Right now, maybe not. For, we'll see where right. my life ends up. We'll I also see. thought I'd be um, also, married with a couple kids by this time. So yeah, I was going to say know, this also is a different conversation with yeah. If we if we were if we were married, had kids, that's a you, then you're, yeah. you're that's then a whole you different conversation. More security. That's a whole. But like, we're all pretty much single. Don't tell Amelia, but we're all pretty much single. <laughs> not we're all not married. <laughs> we're all not married. <laughs> I, I, I don't think I can say I'm single. Yeah. <laughs> we're all not married. So I'm yeah, it's kidding, Amelia. Don't yell at me again. Um. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I think yeah, it's a different conversation if you're if you're married with kids. I think so. I think it's one of those things where they they call it part of growing up, right? Recognizing that you want to put your money towards something other than like I don't know a, a new splash house. <laughs> Yo, if I could own a splash house, <laughs> that's a whole that's different kind would, of real estate. Yes, <laughs> splash house all day. It's those sacrifices. Oh, man, it's like, yeah, I could like live it big, live, live it up for like a weekend, go on a travel, or I can put money towards a down payment, which sounds yeah. really lame, but it's also nice to like have you know a place to yourself that no one can tell you what the fuck to do. Sure. Down for traveling. Yeah, down for traveling. Hopefully, that, we play our cards right. We get both. Yeah, right. And that um, concludes another segment of Doug's dilemma. Boom, boom. What do you got planned for the weekend? Yeah. Um, this weekend, oh, I'm I'm actually back in town. You're back in town. I'm in San Diego. Back. Yeah, you've been, been gone, gone for like back past, five straight weeks. Past like yeah, three <laughs> four weekends, man. I'm looking forward to just chilling before all the festivities at Splash House yeah, next yeah. weekend. Yeah. We got Splash House next. So it's gonna mm-hmm. be a big weekend. Yeah. I'm running the, uh, a half marathon on Sunday. That's right. Yeah, that'll be awesome. So Kill it. Hopefully, I can yeah, wake up sure. in time for it. We expect nothing less than first place. You'd be disappointed, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, you'll be good. Um, what do I got going on? I feel like I'm doing something Saturday. You're going to Brad Paisley? Yes. Red Paisley. Thank you. I'm going to Brad Paisley. I'm taking the party bus out to Brad Paisley. It's a great deal. Leaves out of moonshine downtown. Um, bring whatever drinks you want on the bus. They bus you out there with like 40 other people. It's a party on the bus. And then they bus you home. Nice. Right? They give you two free drinks. Like, while you're there, like, it's awesome deal sounds yeah, like a good time great. whereas an uber going out there would probably be like 80 bucks round trip it's the uh, sleep train amphitheater uh chula vista i don't know what they call it anymore <laughs> they always change the name firm or something you went and saw yeah. them at uh who did you see there last summer uh i went to sam hunt and florida georgia line and i went to the florida georgia line people. one time where like it rained on you remember Dirk Bentley. Dirk Bentley. Yeah. yeah. brought all mom and dad they That's had a right. great time on the party <laughs> bus yeah it was awesome yeah. yeah, it's gonna be a great weekend, nice. Doug. Yeah, I'm looking. Uh, staying in, getting married. Trying to, yeah, we'll <laughs> get married. Definitely trying to keep it chill since we're gonna be going to uh, Palm Springs next weekend. But I, the one cool thing I'm doing is tomorrow night I'm going to uh, the San Diego County Fair up in Del Mar. So I'm mm. looking forward to that. We go ride some county, uh, some sketchy county fair rides and uh, eat some funnel cake and, and, and kick it. Yeah. So we'll do that. Sounds and then, great weekend. Yeah, and then, then probably, I don't know if anything for Saturday or Sunday. Nothing planned, at least, so chill. We'll see how the weekend All right. Progresses. Well, episode 18, 
Gonna hit I you. I am Doug. <laughs> Boom. We had to hit you with that drop. You know that. We gotta hit you with this drop. Number one. Azam. And this one. Cassidy was doing a really great job. Azam <laughs> hates that one so much. I hate all of them. <laughs> I hate all Take them. away the soundboard, but leave this. No, we're not taking away the soundboard. <laughs> no. I appreciate DJ the people Webber. love. I've gotten so many people saying I am Doug. They love I am Doug so much. Oh, man. All right. Well, that concludes another episode of the Original Thoughts Podcast. Shout us out. Let you know. Let us know your thoughts, what you like, what you don't like, how cute you thought Azam was this week. Uh, <laughs> everybody find him through the Original Thoughts Podcast on Instagram. We tagging him all our photos. He is single and ready to mingle. And with that, we are out of here. Good night. <laughs>